Hey, course creator, what is up? Hello, and welcome to this very special four-part learning series from Heather DeVoe Instructional Design. I am Heather DeVoe, and I am thrilled, thrilled that you are here and that you're going to be here for the next four episodes of the Think Big, Move Fast podcast, and hopefully many more to come. I am not going to waste any of your time with preamble because your time is valuable and I want you to walk away from this learning series with as much information as possible about becoming an online instructor so that when you have your online course built, you can get right to it. So let me start by introducing myself briefly and then we're going to dive right into this sucker. I am the proud owner and lead instructional designer in my company, Heather DeVoe Instructional Design, which is based out of beautiful Nova Scotia, which is on the Atlantic coast of Canada. And I have been creating learning materials, curriculum courses, workshops, college programs, and so much more for 20 years. I've created courses on everything from boating safety to national defense training, to first aid, to business and entrepreneurship training at all levels. And over the last year, I've been teaching entrepreneurs just like you to create their own online courses quickly and easily using my 30-day system, Think Big, Move Fast, Create Your Online Course in 30 Days Flat. I am going to be talking about my program throughout this learning series, so don't worry about that. You're going to get all the details. I'm not going to bog you down with it right now, but I know that you are interested in creating an online course because you're here, right? Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. So I'm going to give you all that information as we go, as we make our way through this learning series, and you're going to get a top-notch introduction to what it means to move away from being a subject matter expert, which I will assume you are right now, in your business, to becoming an instructor and coach as an online course creator, okay? Because the magic does not happen just because that online course is finished, you have to actually run it. And so that is why I put together this very special learning series just for that purpose. It is very, very exciting indeed. So let's kick things off with a question. What are you currently struggling with related to online courses? Are you struggling with the idea of having to run your course? Are you wondering, am I going to be a good instructor? Are you thinking about the differences between instruction, facilitation, and coaching? Are you wondering, do you have to do any coaching? Or are you thinking about business in general and wondering how your online course is going to work given the skills you have right now? Maybe you need to increase those skills or build capacity so that you can improve upon those skills to be able to run your online course effectively and efficiently. And maybe you're just here to get some clarity on what it's like to learn with me. Maybe you're kicking around the can a little bit. You're wondering, is Heather the one to help me create an online course? And what does that look like? And you just want to see how I roll. So like, this is how I roll. Welcome to the party. What has your jaw in a knot 
as they say. What is stopping you from moving forward at this moment in time, not only to create your online course, but to have the confidence to be able to do something of that magnitude, and then also to deliver something of that magnitude. Because I'm going to tell you something right now, the number of people that I talk to who come and want to take my online program to create an online course in 30 days flat have courses built already. It's not that they're afraid of getting started. They're afraid of releasing it. And they want a second set of eyes. They want to understand the dynamics of what does it look like to put this thing in the world. And so they come to me. So maybe it's that you're concerned you're not going to come across as professional or that your experience isn't going to translate well enough to help your clients get the results that you're promising, right? That's a huge fear of online course creators. Or perhaps you're concerned that you're going to make a mistake. Oh my God, what if you make a mistake? What if you say the wrong thing? Maybe you're worried that you have too much information to share and that could quite possibly And in fact, I know it is one of the major reasons why course creators or aspiring course creators get stuck is that they can't muddle through all that information. So maybe you're worried that you have too much information and you're worried that it's going to take way too long, not only to put that together in a container that people can understand and learn from, but also that it's going to take you really long to teach that to somebody. One of the things that I say to people all the time is give them the best and forget the rest. And what that means is don't bog people down in the mud with the details that you think they need to know. The important thing is to create a course based on the information that your clients give you that tell you what they need to know. So we're not making any assumptions. And when we talk about instruction, facilitation, running online courses, coaching through online course delivery, the same is true. You do not want to make any assumptions. So I want you to come to this training a blank slate. Even if you have experience in adult education, if you've facilitated a program in real time, in real life, or online, I want you to forget all of that and I want you to come to this with a clean slate and open mind. Hear me out about what this could be for you. Take notes. Pay attention to where you feel uncomfortable and you're going to have a great time, I promise. So one of the things that I want you to consider is that you get to hit pause on this training any time you want, but that doesn't mean that you don't have to come back to it. Take as much time as you need to write down what your struggles may be right now. So I kicked this off with a question. What are you currently struggling with related to online courses, instruction, facilitation, coaching, and running an online course in general in your business? You can hit pause here now and take a few minutes, take an hour, take three days if you need it to really formulate the reason why you think you're struggling and what you're struggling with. And the reason that I'm going to have you do that is I am providing you with an excellent example right now of what it means to create a learning experience for your clients, for your customers, for your students. You don't just hammer into something and say, all right, here's A, B, C, D, and E. This is what we're going to learn. 
you invite the learner into the learning experience with you. And later when we talk about adult learning principles, you'll see that that is the number one thing that you need to do. So many instructors start courses, especially online courses or lectures by saying, grab a pen and a piece of paper, get your coffee, settle in and get ready to learn. But I'm gonna tell you something right now, that is not how learning happens. You need to be primed for the information that you're about to receive and you have to have in your brain the capacity to hear what I'm saying and welcome that information, reflect on that information and then decide for yourself how you can use that information to move whatever the project is and in this case, I'll assume it's moving your business forward with an online course. But before you can do any of that, your brain has to be ready to receive that information. And so, you know, you can chalk that up to lesson number one, you have to invite your student into the learning experience with you. It is vital. Otherwise, people are going to hit pause and they are not going to come back. Okay. If you're in real time, they're going to pull out their phone and just start checking it right in front of you because they don't see how what you're about to teach, what they are actually about to learn applies to them. Okay, so we're starting with your struggle here today. Number one, as a great example of how to kick off any learning experience, gather information from your client. Have your clients or customers or students put themselves in a position where they're ready to learn. But also, I'm kicking that off for you so that you understand where you need to pay attention here because not all of this information is going to apply to you and that's just what happens when you have a passive system of delivery like a podcast, right? If you've ever listened to my podcast before, you know that there are times or even any podcast really, maybe even a YouTube video in the background, there are key moments where you pay attention and there are key moments where you decide, hey, this isn't for me. Maybe you keep listening, maybe you forward ahead a little bit. Regardless, you need to have something to trigger your attention span. And so when you recognize where you're struggling right off the bat, that's gonna make it easier for you to determine as you go through this training series with me, which parts apply to you and which parts don't. So when an instructor says to you, what do you hope to get out of this? They're not just collecting information for their health, they're actually collecting information for the educational experience health, right? They want to make sure that this is good for you. And yeah, there's a little bit of data collection there, of course, but it is mostly for the experience of the learner, in this case, you, to understand why you're even here. What are you going to get out of this? And so I'm taking this one step further by explaining it to you how you can use this with your customers so that you don't forget to do this when you introduce your courses or when you introduce yourself as an instructor, facilitator, coach, okay? So take as much time as you need. I know I'm going on a little bit here, but this is actually super, super important. Be as clear as possible to the best of your ability in clarifying where you need help and what you wanna get out of this learning series, okay? Now, before we move on, let me tell you how you can get your free workbook that accompanies this four-part learning series. Okay, I've put together a gem of a workbook. All of my students who come through Think Big, Move Fast, Create Your Online Course in 30 Days Flat love my workbooks and I create them all the same. I have a framework for doing this stuff, which is what I teach you in my 30-day program, how to use a framework to deliver whatever it is that you wanna deliver 
over and over again. So the workbook that you're going to get from me for free right now when you go to heatherdevoe.com slash T-T-T, as in Tom, 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 or Tucker, 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 it actually stands for Train the Trainer, heatherdevoe.com slash T-T-T. You're going to download that workbook and you're going to see how amazing it is. And then you're going to get really excited about what else do I have that I could give you? If this is what the free stuff looks like, what does the stuff that you pay me for look like? And I could tell you it looks very similar, but what's different is the action items within it, okay? So you're getting a very high quality workbook that is going to help you to understand all of the topics that we're going to go through in this four-part learning series. And you're going to see that there is a lot to learn and a lot to apply and a lot to achieve, which is awesome. So you're going to get jam-packed information in this that you can do something with, okay? It's going to help you make the most of this learning series. So you can absolutely listen to this in the car when you're shooting the drag, or you can you know, carve out some time at your desk to listen to this. But what I want you to do is however you initially come to this learning series, I want to make sure that you make time after the fact to go and do the work in that workbook. It is really going to help solidify what we're learning here and help you to apply it in real time. It's also going to help you answer some burning questions that you're going to have. You're going to be able to reflect on what you've learned, which is a major principle of adult learning, which I'm going to talk to you about shortly. And you're going to be able to make plans for how you deliver your online course. Super, super effective, okay? So you'll go to heatherdevoe.com slash T stands for train the trainer, which is this training program. All right, so what are you going to learn in this four-part learning series? So much. <laughs> You're going to learn so much. I'm giving you 20 years of experience here in a nutshell. You are welcome. And the truth is that it's probably going to sound really overwhelming at first, but trust me, if anyone can get you confidently to the finish line, it's this kid. So don't let worry get ahead of you and get a hold of you at the outset, okay? I have got you. And you have got this. In this first part, now that we've kind of gotten the introduction over with, in this first part, we're going to cover the typical roadblocks that subject matter experts like you encounter when you make the transition from consultant or one-on-one -on -one service delivery provider to an online course creator. Because here's what we often forget about that, is that you're moving from consultant or one-on-one -on -one service provider to course creator, comma, instructor, comma, facilitator, comma, maybe coach. And I'll walk you through what all that looks like and help you make the decision around what are you going to show up as. But what I want you to know is that when I use the phrase consultant, I don't mean you're literally a consultant or that this training is only for consultants. I'm just simply talking about anyone who offers services right now in a one-to-one -one setting or who offers a done-for-you solution and wants to move into online course delivery options for their business model so they can reach more people and make more of an impact faster, okay? So I'm going to use the word consultant as a catch-all because, well, that's typically who I work with. But it also fits in this situation, okay? There are lots of situations where companies need online training, 
But for the ease of use, you're all consultants now. All right, congratulations. And soon you're gonna all be instructors. Double congratulations. All right, first things first, we're gonna cover some of the common roadblocks. What is gonna get in your head? What is gonna get in your way? What are the things that you need to think of to be able to successfully move from, I am a service provider consultant to, oh, look, I have an online course that I deliver now as an instructor. And this is something that you might not have thought of previously. You might be really excited that you've created an online course on your own and then you don't know what to do with it. So that is what we're gonna cover. Once I tell you everything else we're gonna cover, we're gonna come back to this and we're gonna hit the ground running with that topic. Okay, and then I'm gonna talk to you about your roles and responsibilities as an online course instructor or coach. And I'm gonna provide you with the differences, as I said, in this part of the learning series. I'm also gonna show you a simple method for connecting your students' past experiences with their future goals, which is an integral part of learning, especially for adult learners. If something doesn't make sense to them, they are gonna drop it. You, as an adult learner, if what I'm saying to you is not connecting the dots for you, you're not gonna come back. So I'm gonna walk you through some of the most important principles associated with adult learning so that you understand the depth and breadth of what it is that you're taking on here, okay? You're not just creating a product to sell on the internet, you are taking into your hands the learning experiences of others. And that is no small feat. Although the truth is that a lot of online courses and course creators have reduced this magical journey to a marketing and sales pitch only. And online education has become more about earning dollars than earning someone's trust in the exchange of knowledge. I am all about earn money, but also exchange the knowledge, right? exchange the knowledge in exchange for the money. And some people never get past part A. And yes, this is something I speak very passionately about all the time. All right, so that's today's lesson. We're gonna dive into that. In part two, in the next part of this series, which will come out in just a few days, you're gonna consider your teaching style and you're gonna find ways to connect how you show up comfortably to what your students need from you and when they need it, right? So creating an online course is just part of the success story. You're also going to need to understand when and where you need to tap in and then tap out so that you can provide adult learners who are your students with the opportunities they desire for themselves. The principles of adult learning that you'll cover in the first part of the series, which we're gonna talk about here shortly, are gonna make more sense to you and become even clearer next time we meet. And I'll also give you some strategies for success to provide you with the foundations needed to coach your students, right? Coaching comes into play when you offer a hybrid model of training. And even if you're not, it's an important component of developing and delivering your online course so that you can ensure your bases are covered if you opt to deliver a fully on-demand model which means you're not there in any live capacity. Someone's hitting a play button on a YouTube video, okay? And if you're not sure what model is right for you, don't worry, I'll help you decide that when you come and join my 30-day program where you'll create your online course with me step by step by step. This information helps 
further inform your development process, but it's not necessary to have completed it before we work together, okay? You're always learning too, remember? You are also a student. You are also an adult learner. In part three of the learning series that we are gathering here today for, you're going to discover some of the more common barriers as well as motivators that adult learners have around coming to learning experiences. And I'm going to teach you how to incorporate success into your delivery methods that help them overcome the barriers and build up the motivators. So when instructors are faced with students who cannot move forward, the learning process can feel very, very frustrating. So I'm going to arm you with some strategies that get the ball rolling again and help you regain control of the situation. But more importantly, make your student feel in control again as well. If you've been in business for any length of time, you know that feeling when you have felt like you've lost control, it could be very, very scary. And when you're selling education, which you will be when you have an online course to sell. So when you're selling education and you're making promises to transform someone's life with what you know and can do, it is double scary. So in this third part of the series, which is going to come out next week, I'll also help you discover your own strengths and weaknesses as a speaker and presenter and help you craft easy rules to follow for yourself so that you don't get overwhelmed. And when you need to get up in front of a crowd online or in real life, you'll feel more comfortable. Even if you've given lots of presentations in real time in front of people in real life, dealing with tech and managing an online presence is very different, especially when it comes to teaching and ensuring that what you've taught is being learned. How do we know they know? I'll tell you. Finally, in part four of this series, you're going to learn how to facilitate various instructional methods and how to incorporate them into your live sessions online. So for instance, we're going to cover questioning techniques that build on your coaching skills, listening skills, and you're going to learn how to facilitate role playing and discussions and so much more. And in this final part of the series, I'm going to walk you through a process for actually choosing your instructional materials that match the needs of your students. While you prepare and choose major instructional materials, when you create your online course with me, It's vital that you have the skills to size up new information quickly, regardless of what stage you're at, to determine if it gets a place in your live session, workshop, online course, on-demand, or hybrid model at all. That is a very, very important part of creating an online learning experience. And as a final piece, as if I could cram any more into this, you're going to discover how to prep for those live sessions with lesson plans and action items that keep your students coming back for more because there's nothing worse than hosting a coaching or office hour session and nobody comes to the party. So how does all of that sound? Pretty darn good if I do say so myself and I am so excited for you to dive into this learning series and get ready to rock your online course delivery this year. Let's get to it. Part one, here we go.
And just like that, we're rolling into this Train the Trainer series like a bat out of hell. And your mind is probably racing with all the thoughts you're having about what it looks like to step up and step out as an instructor of an online course. You might be getting caught up in some self-defeating thoughts here, such as people won't like my teaching style, or I don't like the way I look on camera, or any of the other million thoughts that people have when they do something for the first time. So let's talk about some of the roadblocks that you are going to encounter so that you know what to look for right out of the gate when you start creating, selling, delivering, launching your online course. When you know what to look for, you can squash the crap out of that and get on with your bad self already. One of the biggest roadblocks that you may encounter on this journey is the mind shift that is required to go from a subject matter expert to giving students the power to become subject matter experts in their own right. And a major problem with education is that the keepers of education want to continue to be just that, the keepers. People with powerful information want to continue to be seen as the people with powerful information. And in business, you know this. People worry that if you share too much, you'll build your own competition. But let me offer you this thought. The word competition doesn't mean what you think it means. It doesn't mean to butt heads. It doesn't mean to push out someone else. But, you know, leave it to people to turn competition into a bad thing. And of course, yes, there is negative competition, which is in the form that we are most familiar with. But when we're talking about education and teaching and the sharing of information, there is no room for competition in this conversation. So you want to get out of your own head and get thinking in the way that you're giving value is changing lives. Start thinking about competition in its natural and truest sense, the real meaning of the word and the literal translation of the word competition, which is calm, which means with, and petition, which means asking. I want you to start thinking about that with asking. In other words, competition is about asking with others, asking the same question to find an answer with others. You are part of a group of people who are simply asking the same question. And so if you sit back and you look at your business competition, you're going to quickly realize that, yeah, there are also asking the same questions that you're asking. And you are, for all intents and purposes, on this journey together. So when you share your online course with others, you are not creating your own competition. You are teaching others to ask the same questions that you're asking so that you can continue to build on your industry together. What a way of looking at that, right? It's a beautiful way of looking at that. But if you continue to see sharing your knowledge as a way of building competition against your business... You won't show up as your authentic self to share. And of course, it's going to impact the experience your students have. That is the biggest roadblock that you're going to find yourself trying to overcome. The second is this. You're going to wrestle with how much to share. Okay, as an instructor, 
you have the floor. You have the opportunity to talk and talk and talk. And you're going to feel empowered to do that. And sometimes you're going to feel like a golden god because you're the center of attention. But remember, this isn't about you, friend. It's about your student. The second thing that you're going to come up against time and time again is that you're going to want to continue to speak when it's actually time to listen. And the danger of creating a course that sits on a shelf and is bought without interaction and feedback is that you never get the chance to talk to, but more importantly, listen to your customers. Listening and learning from your students is as vital to the success of your online course as them listening and learning from you. So as you head down this road to becoming an online instructor, keep these two thoughts in mind. Number one, you are not creating your own competition, but building a community of people who are interested in what you're interested in, which breeds curiosity, which lends to more answers down the road. And number two, remember to listen to the people who are paying you to teach them something. What you learn when you sit down and shut up will blow your mind. If you want to work on some of these mindset pieces and develop some questioning skills, you can head on over to the workbook and check out part one. Okay, let's talk about the roles and responsibilities new digital instructors have. This is you. You are a new digital instructor. This is a list that is going to continue to evolve and change based on what you do with your online course and how involved you are with updating and changing your curriculum over time. Because yes, most course creators also teach and most instructors also create. And it doesn't have to be that way, of course. Lots of businesses hire people to do different aspects of their online courses, but I'm a big fan of creating a business that you can run by yourself. Lots of people hire me to create online courses for them and they teach them and run them. So there are options available to you. I'm going to walk you through what it looks like if you're flying solo, however. Obviously, you're responsible for setting up and organizing your curriculum and creating a system for onboarding new students. And obviously, in my 30-day program, I teach you how to create an online course, but I also show you how to do onboarding, and to create a system for organizing, managing, and updating your curriculum. You're also responsible for determining what materials and resources you need to use, and you have to keep an ear to the ground for when those resources are updated or become defunct. And I don't recommend creating heavily researched or scientifically heavy online courses for this reason. Put that research in an ebook or download that students can go through on their own time if they want more information. Don't weigh down your course with heavy science information. One of the most important things an instructor can do for their students is vet the resources and pull out the information that drives action, leaving the rest for further reading if your students want to continue to engage with the material on their own. But, and this is a huge but, but with two T's, don't make it mandatory. Okay, don't make that reading mandatory. I'm going to show you how to dig through materials to decide what stays and what goes when you come and work with me. Another thing that you're responsible for is tracking the progress of your students. But if you're using a learning management system online to house and deliver your online course, 
This can be done pretty easily and it is your job to follow up and find out what's up if someone's not progressing as expected. That's not all. Okay, this list is pretty long. Other roles and responsibilities that you're going to have include updating the outcomes and objectives, preparing to upgrade and change lessons, and answer questions about those changes as you go. You're also going to have to create metrics for success, determine how your students will meet that success, and determine what success looks like now and later. Other tasks that aren't quite directly related to instructing, but that are going to continue to be important to the act of teaching include managing your time effectively, meeting timelines, being available to your students, liaising with other industry professionals, and staying current in your own subject matter expertise through professional development and determining roadmaps for future development of courses for yourself and for your students. The list goes on and on, but I'm going to stop there because I don't want to overwhelm you. This is an introduction. And the truth is you haven't even built your course yet, right? You haven't built that course. We're not about putting the cart before the horse around here. So even though I'm giving you this information, you really need to put it aside until after you've created your online course, which I can obviously help you with. Let's move on and talk about the difference between instructors and coaches, because you might be wondering if some of the roles and responsibilities and some of those barriers for instructors are the same as for coaches. And the short answer is yes. Yes, they are the same. However, the actual job of an instructor is much different from that of a coach. And the easiest way to explain the difference to you is to use this example. If you're offering an on-demand course that people go through without seeing you online, without talking to you in real time, consider yourself an instructor of information. If you're hopping on calls and chatting with people and effectively coaching them through the program, then you are a coach. But truthfully, it don't matter. <laughs> okay, it does not matter. What you call yourself is meaningless if you don't have an online course in which to apply those skills and titles. If you're delivering a program live, you might also consider yourself an instructor, but it's likely that if you're doing anything live, you are coaching in some capacity. I know you might wonder what you're going to call yourself for marketing purposes or so that you can explain to people what you do. So that example can really help position yourself to start and you can build on it as you go. But if you want to dig into this more, make sure you go to the workbook and complete the section on are you an instructor or are you a coach? I want to talk with you now about connecting the dots for your students. If you're offering an on-demand program or online course, this might not apply to you as much as someone who is going to be holding office hours or is doing straight up coaching or a combination of on-demand and live, but it's still going to help you in the development of your online course. So pay attention. We're talking about how to help your students connect their previous experiences with what you're teaching them right now. This is important so that you're making meaning for the adult learner who is your student and you're creating those aha moments for them so that it makes sense and they can learn what it is you're giving them. When it's done wrong, you're going to leave your students feeling overwhelmed. But when it's done right, they're going to be singing your praises up and down the streets all day long. So what do you want to do? when you're showing up to teach something is you want to create an opportunity to connect the dots for your students by asking them to look for proof 
that they can or have done something before. And it's likely that they're not going to be able to do that because number one, they don't know how, but number two, aren't they here to learn about something they haven't done before? So they're going to wonder, why are you sending them into history to look for those examples? But that's when you get to show up and be a really great coach. So here's an example of what this might look like. Let's say that you're offering an online course on how to lose the last 10 pounds and your client or student is struggling with taking action to, let's say, make a meal plan, okay? But a meal plan is necessary as part of your program if they want to reach your goal. And what you're going to want to do is ask them about other times that they've made plans and followed it so that it worked in other areas of their lives. So they might give you an example of something related to their work, maybe with calendaring something or with following through on a big project, right? And then what you want to do is call upon those thoughts and feelings that they had in those moments in order to create and follow the plan and then ask them to connect those thoughts and feelings to how they think they need to feel in this situation in order to be able to make a meal plan for weight loss. Now, don't worry if you feel uncomfortable doing this at first. Everyone struggles with knowing how far they can kind of push their students to get the results that they're looking for. But the truth is, is that the more you do this, the easier it will be. And you can do an exercise in your workbook right now that is also going to help demonstrate examples from your own life that are going to make it easier for you to pull out that learning for your students. Digging now into adult learning principles, I want you to remember, okay, adult learning principles are the foundation of everything that you're going to do in your online course, your instructing, your coaching. Coaching is built on adult learning principles, and yet they rarely talk about it in the coaching industry. What I want you to know is that these are not rules. They are not requirements. They are not even guidelines, okay? This is a framework. It does not need to be followed strictly. However, it should be considered as often as possible uh, as a group of suggestions that help you and your student get where you're going, okay? Now, if you were to look closely at your own life, you would see that the areas in your life where you've had the most success actually align with these principles very nicely. If you use it as a checklist of things that were in place for you when you were having a great deal of success, you would find that nearly all of them were present. And that's because these principles offer adults permission and suggestions for living their lives. And they are effectively what we all want and are looking for in life. So the first thing that you need to know about adult learners, who are your students, of course, is that they need to feel safe in order to learn. They need to feel safe in order to do. So as course creators, instructors, and coaches, we create safety in four ways, okay? And these are the four ways, and I'm gonna talk more about this in part two of this series, but I wanna give you an introduction to this right now. Number one, you determine what they need to learn. Create an environment where they feel comfortable, Identify how important the information is to them right now and understand how they need to feel in order to move forward. Those four key aspects of adult learning are going to make it so much easier for your students to succeed. And once those four pieces are taken care of, they're going to be able to better set and achieve goals. In order to set and achieve goals, 
in other words, take your course and succeed at it, you need to develop the relationship status between the two of you, between you as instructor and them as student with clear expectations and boundaries. You need to incorporate reflection opportunities so that they can see how the new material lends to their lived experiences like we just talked about. And you'll wanna show them why the information or the action is relevant to them now and how it's gonna be relevant to them in the future while also respecting the fact that they're gonna to come to this learning of their own accord with their own baggage, and they may decide that they don't wanna do these things in the way that you're presenting them. Your job is to help them get there regardless of how they get there. The use of the teamwork amongst your groups, maybe your Facebook group or your Thinkific community, clear roles and responsibilities and setting accountability all contribute to the success of adults trying to learn new skills. And you know the old saying, you can lead a horse to water? Well, in this case, you might not even be able to lead the horse if they aren't feeling safe. And finally, you have to tell adults how they can use the information that you're giving them so that they understand the application of it in their own lives. What happens after that is up to them. But if you use these principles together, which Honestly, you could spend the rest of your life studying just these principles. If you use them together, you're going to create a foundation for course development that I promise you is second to none. If you apply these principles in instruction and coaching, you're going to blow the minds of your students. You'll find a lot of course creators skip creating a safe learning environment and jump right into telling you why they are so successful. But when it comes to adult learning, we don't necessarily need to see your success story to believe we can have our own. Instead, what we need is a combination of some, if not all, of these principles to be in place so that we feel safe, we feel confident, and we feel like we can move forward to some kind of success. So if you're looking at your own success and you're thinking it was a combination of determination and hard work, try running that experience through the 12 adult learning principles and see how many of them were actually accounted for. It might change the way that you look at your own success for the better, and it might lend new meaning to the way you do things, which means that you can create success and recreate success because you'll understand the environment in which it took place. That means you can teach it to other people. You can head on over to the workbook now to complete an exercise that I'll walk you through about connecting your own learning experiences through adult learning principles to see what was at play when you were having great success in your life. I think you'll really like this exercise. Very enlightening, very eye-opening. And that brings us to the part where we say goodbye for today. This is the end of part one the special series on making the transition from course creator to instructor. We're well underway. And in the next session, we're going to cover teaching styles, helping you connect with your students effectively. And we're also going to dig into these adult learning principles more and help you create strategies for success when your course is up and running. But remember, you have to build it first. So head on over to heatherdevoe.com, book a call with me now. I'd love to chat with you about how you can take what you know and turn it into life-changing information for your students and clients. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about how I help entrepreneurs just like you create online courses quickly and easily, please visit heatherdevoe.com slash thinkbigmovefast. I will teach you practical, tactical, and actionable steps to go from idea to fully finished, functional, ready to sell online course in just 30 days flat. Short on time? 
I got you. No idea where to start? Let's talk. I'm the leading instructional design coach for entrepreneurs who want to create online courses faster and easier than ever before. I make online course creation simple so you can make it faster.